right, right yeah we're live right now we're live okay hello world what's up world what's going on on the page on handle podcast i'm here with mr motivational speaker uh, he's going to be traveling soon. Don't worry. He'll be coming to a town near you. I'll be, I'll be bet on you. about five people in a back, back alley. A couple of Whatever. That's how it starts. I mean, you know, That's Jesus starts, started baby. with only how many disciples? I forgot. I forgot. But he started with a few and then later, well, yeah. the ending was not that great. But then, Yeah, thanks for comparing me <laughs> to Jesus. We'll just say Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, I, I definitely want my ending to be like that. So, but, but yeah, I mean, uh, how are you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm good, man. It's been a, been a pretty solid day. Um, listening to some good music today, so we can talk about that a little bit. Um, it's been a good day, man. You feeling better? I know we talked a little off air, but I know you've been battling it a little bit. You feeling like Yeah, right? yeah. I was you know, talking to you a little bit about it, uh, you know, before we started. I hate being sick. I don't. I can't stand it. I don't like feeling like I like feeling 100% at all times because that's how life works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently, that doesn't how life works. But you wish that you're not coughing and sneezing and blowing your nose and wiping your boogers on your son because you don't want to, like you just gotta do all those things irritate everybody. And then yeah. eventually, in a week, everyone gets sick too. So that's the one yeah. thing about families. Once you're sick, everyone else gets sick. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, I'm not the first one, so I don't know what. Cause that's one thing I'll say about working for yourself and kind of self-employed thing. You, it's hard to get sick because you don't see the same people every day. Yeah, um, yeah. Even even see doing, a lot. Sometimes you see a lot of people though, depending, right? If you're out, yeah. and out, just you know what I'm saying. Like you might well, run into I, a lot, but I don't. I'm not intimate, right? It's not like a co-worker space where you sit down and people are breathing on you. Like you, for me, I'm in and out. Like I don't know how colds and flus are contr- Like mm. how you get it, but. If you can just walk into a room, like a restaurant or at someone's house, and they just call for you and that's it, then that sucks. I don't know if that is the truth. But um, you know what's so- funny? You know, I delivered a uh, package to a lady, and it was uh, Mucinex, cough drops, a COVID test. Oh, everything. The whole and nine yards. Some, uh, and some uh, Kleenex puffs. Like a three pack, right? Yeah. So I, I drop it off, and it's you for the Mucinex. You have to scan an ID on somebody's, you know, apps, whatever, right? Just, right, right. Mucinex is like, anyway, special, yeah. They have to track it, right? So the instructions for me to leave it at the door, but I couldn't do that. So she comes to the door, she's masked up, and I'm thinking like, damn, like, oh damn, this, this lady's got COVID, like for real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm like, standing back, I'm like, here you go, like, let me yeah, scan that ID. Mean- you know, yeah, that's what you gotta do. I mean, you, you never know, know what you're gonna run into. You, you know. never know, and and also it's just sometimes you feel so sick, you think it is, and it's probably not. But right. we're just so conditioned, like oh, if you're really feeling really sick, that you may have COVID. Um, yep. I appreciate the always the comments about the glasses. I really appreciate that. Listen, uh, at this point, Hannibal, you're gonna have to bring out a new pair every night and just make a nice rotation. I'm and, gonna I'm gonna know, hit people up that in the company. chat. People in the chat, let's just send Hannibal some glass. You know, some nice specs for. The holiday seasons and that's his thing we'll just make them the you know the spec guy you know, yeah i appreciate that yeah, i mean one one of these episodes i may just walk in with sunglasses and look like a douchebag the whole hour <laughs> like i don't know i have a pair of sunglasses here now you have some too i i right? do think so <laughs> hannibal's calling me a douchebag i guess sunglasses sometimes. <laughs> no 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 am i stuck can you see me oh you're like oh you're this this. is just this is just crazy <laughs> That's just fantastic. All right, you know, we'll, we'll we'll continue, but don't laugh. Don't look. All right, guys, just keep <laughs> this it, is keep gonna it make together. for a good podcast. Hopefully, <laughs> that's I can put my hands like you, and I'll just be Pedro like, Doma. Why are you mocking me? What's going on? At least I don't have to put on. Take this, <laughs> I could take off my damn sweater then. All right, how about Love we just it, get into it? it? All right, don't look at my, don't look at the side, Pedro. You watch college uh, basketball, yeah, right. No, you didn't bet. You didn't put. Any, you didn't get any brackets together. But I think no, no, you didn't. I didn't do a bracket. I didn't bet. Um, but I definitely put some brackets together. Yeah. Yeah. Or I didn't put some brackets. I've been watching some games. I'm sorry. Yeah. What What is so? Is the final? This is how out of loop I am with college sports yeah. in general. Yeah. Is the final four set? Yes. Yet. Okay. So final, what's the final, final four set? You have UConn. Um, Florida Atlantic, which is like the Cinderella, but they were actually really good this year. They just don't play in like a top conference. Like they lost a couple games and then like I think they only lost three games all year. So they had like a really good record, like 29 and three or 30 and three, but they don't play a lot of competition. So they came in, I think, as like a nine seed and they made a final four. Um, 
Oh, I'm having like a brain fart with the other two. I know UConn. Hold on, UConn, Florida. Yeah, I, I I just had it. Yeah, it's San Diego State, San Florida. Diego State. Yes. Yeah, UConn. So okay, so the so the final four it starts um the first of April mm-hmm. and then the third. So maybe now is probably to jump in, right? Like I could jump yeah. in with some bets. Yeah. Who do you think? Are you? I think I saw a lot of UConn people saying UConn's UConn. the heavy. UConn's the, the definitely the favorite right now because of how they looked. They've basically they've won four games with average winning margin of nineteen points. Okay, oh, so okay. every they've dominated every single game. So, so and that's extremely rare. So they have a I think ninety. The four games combined, it's like 90, 90 something points that they've overscored the other team so it's been nuts yeah so it probably wouldn't be a great idea to go with the favorite trying to make the most money unless it's just obvious UConn's gonna run over everybody I mean it seems like that but it I mean it, it, listen it's been years and years and years and years and years since there hasn't been a number one seed in the final four right. it's not even a number two or three seed so this is very very impeculiar kind of times but uh if any of the four teams win, it's not going to be like surprising because, like I said, Florida Atlantic is Cinderella, but they had a really good regular season record, they yeah. really good players. Basically, I think what happened, based listening to other analysts that follow college way more than I do, you had the transfer portal, which has been new for the last couple of years, right? Right. Where you have a lot of these teams, right, were able to put together and bring in guys from other teams. So, like Florida Atlantic and all these, you know, UConn, like. You had guys that might have played on like Baylor a couple years ago and didn't get a lot of playing time, but now they go somewhere else, they're playing more, and they're like older guys, right? right. So you just have like these super teams almost in college, right? Because guys can just bounce around now kind of mm, year to year if point. they want to, right? Yeah. So I think that that's why we're seeing a little bit of um, some of the blue bloods, as they call it, the Dukes and Kentuckys and Kansas, and all the number ones are kind of out because these other teams were able to put together better talent, and um, do it with guys that are juniors, seniors, fifth-year seniors. You know, there's one guy on the team, I forget his name, who's 25 years old playing college basketball. I mean, this guy's a grown man, right? You wouldn't call that a ringer? <laughs> That's yeah, not I a mean, kind of. It was like his sixth year or something. It was crazy. So, would you, so. so it looks like what's happening is, yeah, the big program's going to grab all the, the best talent. But the yes. problem is there's so much talent on this one team there's players who don't get enough playing time. They don't get enough recognition. They just can't go on the court because there's too many good players. So right. like, you might as well leave to go to a smaller school to at least play, right? Like at least show that you can actually perform. So that's actually, so you think it helps the game? I mean, it sounds like it helps I think the game. So. This has been, it's, I think it's good for basketball. Yeah, for sure. And, yeah. and some of the games have been great. And, you know, the cop, the women's games have been better. The women have the most. These top women players, they've got much more, much more star quality than the guys. You know, a lot there's not like a lot of big name guys. Like it's been in some, some past years, right? Because a lot of these guys now are just going right to the NBA or only playing one year and then leaving. But the ladies, man, that Caitlin Clark from Iowa is unbelievable. Then you got the Reese lady from LSU. She is a beast, and she's got a lot of swag, a lot of yeah. confidence. She's fun to watch, high energy, but like a really good kid. Like, and you got South Carolina; they haven't lost all year. They got Dawn Staley, the ex uh, basketball player, as a coach, and she's been great. Uh, I think yeah. they've already won like the last year or two. So there's just a lot of really good players, and um, the women's games have been great to watch because, I, I mean, you watch an Iowa game and see that Caitlin Carker play. She's like Steph Curry, man. She's hitting these crazy shots triple doubles all over the place it's it's quite impressive you know and we could just get, get right into it in terms of that so the ratings for the college uh women's um college basketball has been pretty high i think one of the games they had i forgot the game they were playing with um they had as much people watching as more than the, um like an nba game i forgot exactly what was the issue but or yeah. what this but so these so the games are being played and a lot of people are watching them but I just find it interesting because um, what's going on with the women's game, right? In terms of professional, the WNBA, I'll be honest. I do not watch it. I I think I probably tried a long time ago. Um, I know some of the teams because I remember back in 96 when they started. When they started, I remember it was New York Liberty versus the uh, Los Angeles Spark. And all the old school plays, I remember. I remember Rebecca Lobo. Maybe you guys may never know who 
but right and lisa went leslie cynthia cooper cheryl swoops yeah. uh was it tina charles i believe one of those players um, uh yeah she was she really had good the one with these really big lips and i remember what you saw, oh <laughs> yeah. man i would like watch and i'm like i'm a big fan of whatever she's doing <laughs> yeah i'm a pervert whatever her uh, lips were re- I listen. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I have big lips, so I gotta recognize big lips uh, people when I see them. And I was a big fan of Tina Thompson's game. She, yeah. I'm a pervert. Whatever. I mean, anyway. Diana Taurasi, Sue Bird. There's yeah, a lot I know of really... all those old school ones. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know the current crop. I, I know Candace Parker obviously because she's on TV. She's she's really great. Yeah. That and... fine woman on ESPN, uh, dark skin, tall. Great personality. She. I, I oh, her, her name. last name is like a Kwamina, Like um, yes, um, I know who you're talking about. She actually yes, she's really really good. Uh, yeah. Skylar Diggins, you know. Skylar. Sky, yeah, big fan of that. I mean, so <laughs> there's a lot of fantastic players. I think some of the issues come with they don't have a lot of viewership on TV. They also exactly. So then that means they can't pay them, right? Right. So I, I just think it's like, and the games can be exciting, but. It's not like watching men play. It's just not. You're not seeing dunks like crazy dunks. Yeah, you're not, athleticism. You know, you're not. It's just. It's just different, right? Yeah. Um, it's more fundamental. Fundamental, obviously, but it's just not like a. There's not like a draw. There isn't like this huge star power, right? We know the names and they're great, but like these right. girls make more money overseas. Actually, they go and play in Russia and China and Europe, and that's that's they make like. 10 times more over there than they do in America because the games over there are more, they're more popular. That's a lot more. They got there on TV. So I don't know why it didn't hit here. Um, I'm not sure why, but it's, you know, I thought, I mean, I know all the names. I, you know, I watch highlights here and there, but I definitely don't watch it live or anything like that. Gotcha. Hold on a second, Pedro. I'm going to try to fix this situation because yeah, so I'm going to jump out and jump back in. Hopefully that fixes it. Give me a second. Hannibal was frozen, so he was so for the, for those of you guys listening on a podcast, he basically was frozen on YouTube. He had his hands up next to his head. He looked real aggressive, like like he was kind of like 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 mad about something. And then I think that's what froze. Right, you, Hannibal broke YouTube. There he is now. I didn't want to distract right. from my <laughs> dumb looking self with my hands uh, over my head because it was kind of ridiculous. But so that's why that's why I want to talk about uh, for a little bit about the WNBA game. How to get people to watch now? Every time you Anytime any kind of information gets posted about WNBA, look at the comic section. It's people mocking it and being funny. And yeah. the, point that the jokes are not even that funny anymore. I mean, so, some are funny, but most of them are just hack. Oh, why she not out the kitchen? Yeah. All that type of thing. And it, but it doesn't happen in uh, women's MMA. doesn't happen in, in women's tennis. So, like, it's exclusively for WNBA. And I think a lot of it is self-inflicted with some of the stars saying things that don't make a lot of sense in terms of, well, we should be paid the same. You're not getting the revenue. Like, it's basic business economics one-on-one. Yeah, I never understood why they, I mean, it's it's very, it's it's weird for them to even think that that would be a thing. Like, okay, we should make, it should be equity. Like, what? How? You guys aren't getting the viewership, you know what I'm saying? Right. That's where the money comes from. So yeah, and it, they, they get very defensive, which I understand in terms of like that's your sport. You spend your whole life playing, and and maybe you know I'm sure they wish they can get more money. And like you said, they have to go overseas. And you know, yeah. Brittany Griner, I know she learned her lesson. I'm trusting she ain't going right. nowhere. She's not traveling anymore. Even no though way. a lot of it was probably her fault bringing that stuff in. Um, but anytime someone suggested some things, like Shaq has said, like you know, I think he was on a panel with. Candace Parker and I think someone else is like, "How about you guys lower the rim?" And they looked at him like, "How dare he even suggest that?" I, um, that's a horrible. The- I'll say this: in my opinion, that is a horrible idea. So he's saying to lower the rim so that they could dunk. Yeah, these women have been playing basketball. Most of them probably since they're five, six, seven years old. Yeah. So now you you want and playing on that level of a rim, the ten foot rim, since they were in middle school. So if you don't, if anybody that's ever played basketball and understands shooting and and uh, the that that dynamics of shooting, like yeah, th- it's going to affect your shot. So that would of course that would make for a really bad game to watch because now the, you have to shoot on a lower rim. Like it doesn't. That's a bad idea. Well, I, you know, but uh, let me let me counter with this, Pedro. No one's watching right now, so it's like, okay, <laughs> can we can we try something? So we'll make else? a spectacle out of it, I guess. Well, I it, mean, it is. 
that's People basketball. Watch. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying necessarily for dunking, but they don't score as much as men do. And mm. also it's physical stuff. So like if the ball is already smaller, I don't know if the court is. is the court smaller. You know what? The, way I, the, the court's not smaller, but the three-point line's different. Yeah. Um, but the court is not smaller, no. So I'm wondering, because you know what? And it's a whole different thing, but I think the WNBA, um, the NBA needs to pull pull the, the, the three-point line back. Because now at this point, everyone's shooting them like, you know, like, you know, Damian Lillard is hitting logos. Like, you might as well pull it yeah. back and make it more difficult. But, you know, I think, they should, I think they should do a four-point shot. I think they should have another line. For a four-point shot, and I think it would make end of games more exciting. More teams would be in games. I think yeah. they just need to have a four-point. Oh, that's straight like the I big think. three type stuff, right? Yeah, the big three that, that have like two spots. And they're kind of like in the not the corner, far like the, the corner. wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, something like that would be cool. I, I don't like that for the NBA because then the guys have to be there. I just think they have another line. Yeah, another another four feet out or something, and that's a four-point. I think that that'll would be, be wild. Yeah. But, you know, so, you know, just I'm trying to think of like what other ways because they say they don't get a lot of coverage. I, I don't know. The ESPN tries to push it. I see. I see the commercials. I see yeah. definitely on social media. They're trying to push it and it's not working. It's been is have they have not made money since they started. And it's been almost 30 years. Yeah. And the only way they still around is because the W the NBA subsidized the league. So like I'm trying to figure out why is it just is it just like well NBA like basketball the athleticism is just so next level anything else is not worth watching um but if you see the ratings for college women's college basketball is doing well so is it just these players that when they come to WNBA will they turn it around will Caitlin Clark change it where you go uh, watch her she she won't because there's been brianna stewart and um there was another really yeah. good player that was younger i remember maya moore from uconn a few years back now she doesn't play anymore but like there were just as good big names as caitlin clark so i think this is my opinion college sports whether it's men or women certain schools have a really big following and they do well on tv or attendance because yeah. of the alumni Right, okay, right, so right. you have a lot of these like Iowa, like if you went to Iowa, you're an Iowa fan. If you live in right. Iowa, you're an Iowa fan. And it makes it even better if somebody's great and, and the team's good. LSU, right, right. LSU, you know, they got these like, great coach. He's like kind of crazy. They got these great players. South yeah. Carolina, great coach, great players, great program. Haven't lost all year. You know, you, so you have all the alumni. It's like an event, right? The WNBA hasn't been able to do that. You know, they just they just haven't been able to do that. And I yeah, think it's because there's not as much fandom. You know what I'm saying? Like you live in New York, the Liberty have a team, but it's not like, oh, I want to go see the Liberty play. But, no, and I, know, think apparently say, they, I think they have a good team this year. Um, yeah. And I only knew that because of social media, but I don't think the average yeah. person, they, they had this, uh, I was watching a YouTube video. Um, it was one, it was definitely on the conservative side, but they were asking people in New York City in the West side, um, do you believe in, you know, should WNBA players get paid as just as much as men? You're like, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They should get paid just as much. And they're like, okay, do you know any NBA? Do you can you name an NBA WNBA team? Can you name a WNBA team? They couldn't they couldn't name it. I'm like, do you I mean, so how you? so LeBron's making <laughs> these guys the NBA players are making 40, 50 million a year. Yeah. So Sabrina Ionaska, she's one of the players on the Liberty. She's really, really, really good. Right? Yes. So she should make $40 million because she's just, one of the best players like LeBron. That, that doesn't make any sense. The team, the whole team doesn't generate that in revenue. No. So how could that be even the thing? It's just business 101, right? Yeah. Do I think they do I think they're underpaid for being elite in what they do? Yes, I do. Because most if you're elite, if you're part of the under one percent in your profession, the wage disparity is usually, you know, pretty high. Not these these girls are making money. Okay, they're making, making good six, money. I think like top top is six figures. Yeah, they're making good money, and then they're making they have endorsements. Some of some of them, and then they obviously can make a million yeah. bucks or whatever in a salary overseas. But yeah, they should be paid more. But where's the money going to come from? Right, you can't. You take some from LeBron and sprinkle in the WNBA. You can't do that, right? I mean, so, uh, some I some uh, some of the the college um NBA players or well college NBA, but college basketball players are doing pretty well. Um, I think with it, um, like you said. LSU and, and um, Angel Reese. They have the she's NIL. Make, she make, she yeah, make, NIL yeah, NIL. but that works. I mean, it, yeah. hopefully that kind of continues when they go to the pros. But it, it's a missing link there. And, it, you know, maybe not necessarily is the rim situation, 
but there's something missing that online is a joke. It's a running joke. If you go and type in WNBA, there's a people, there's a lot of people doing commentary, a bunch mm-hmm. of bad plays, showing some really bad plays. Even though you can probably pull a lot of bad plays you from the NBA, the, right? You can do that from the NBA. Too, I love I watching it sometimes. Yeah. Watching uh, NBA uh, bloopers. I don't know. I just laugh my whole shackle. <laughs> like there's one with David Wesley. I'm sure you remember David Wesley. Mm-hmm. He goes up for layup, and somehow I don't know if his, his brain stopped working. The the basically the backboard blocks the shot. I don't know how the ball got to the backboard. The rim is over. You know the rim. You beat yeah. the mid rim for, but I I see that. And I just laugh. So I love bloopers, but that's what people perceive the WNBA to be mm-hmm. full of bloopers. And we looked, you know, people do say great fundamentals, but I don't think people who watch basketball care about fundamentals. Well, I I, I don't know. I, I'll say this. I've been watching some of the women's games too. And they're exciting, man. I'm telling uh, they are exciting, but yeah. the, the issue is, you know, we, we could count on maybe two hands for me at least like the ones that women that really stand out that like I'll actually watch, you know, and with men in, in, in NBA and stuff like that, it's more than that. Right. Right. Like you can, you can catch any game. Be like, Oh, I really like that guy. You can't do that with the women. Right. Because it's, it is more of a team game, which is sad to say, but like the fundamentals, is more team lower right. scoring. So it's not as so much action. There is no dunking. There isn't as much drama. So in the NBA, sure. it's got drama, guys. Guys fighting. You got trad. You got like yeah. beef. I mean, some some of them, some of them be some, some of them, them be because yeah, there was a case. I think it was the NIT tournament, which is not. This is way beyond drama. This is assault. But the I forgot what teams they were. But one girl punched other girl in the face. I saw that. Yeah. At, was it at the? I think at the end of the game, the shake the um handshake line or no? It was a, it was. A, it was a, I think it was. Yeah, it was during the handshake line. Punch her in the face. It's like. All right, I understand yeah. the drama, but that's assault. They might like, need more of that in order to get. <laughs> I but I mean, the college game. I mean, it, it's the final four for the women's versus the men's is way better. Yeah, there's there's the, the coaches are better. They're and the teams are better. Um, the the players are better. I think overall. So I'm actually more excited to see those matchups than the men's. Um, so I'll, I'll be watching both, but I think the women's is going to be interesting. So okay, so you got UConn. You think it's going to pull out? And, and I think I think I think Iowa is going to pull it out. I do. I think it'll upset South Carolina. Um, they're they're the favorite to win the whole thing because they haven't lost. But I think Caitlin Clark, she is on another level. She's dropping forty point triple doubles, hitting threes from way out. I mean, it's impressive. And they have also a couple other really good players that that play on the inside. Um, I think Iowa's going to win. So okay, well, you know, I'm gonna put some bets on this, Pedro. So if I lose, it's your fault. That's fine. It's fine. It's like yeah, like, like five bucks. It's your money. It's your money, fool. Like, like <laughs> but that's cool. That's cool. Um, so you so you listen to some music. I, I know you switch uh, switch back to the music, but I, you know, since you I know you're the motivational guy, I know you gotta listen to some stuff that motivates people. You know, I was actually thinking about if I was gonna start, you know, a, like a counterbalance to you. I was gonna be like a demotivational. Mm. Like I was, I was gonna tell people that you suck and give up. Like mm. stop. Mm. Like you are terrible. Mm. Did that work? That'd be mm. a good channel. I like, would, think would someone that go? <laughs> would not work. No. <laughs> like, well, like, I mean, there's were... already channels like that that do that. So, I, oh yeah, know, right. There might actually be a thing for that. But, <laughs> um, I mean, there's always an audience for something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. motivational. Like, like you're bad. just bad. Just stop. No, of course. Um, you suck. Your life sucks. What are you doing? <laughs> Uh, just uh, yeah, I don't know if you might I, I have, on YouTube. I have a that. dark, I got dark humor, so maybe if so if I watch someone just do that, I'd be laughing. Like I obviously true, wouldn't true. take that person uh, too you serious. Spin it in a comedic way, maybe, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you're gonna come off looking like an asshole. So, oh yeah. Well, you know what? It don't matter what you do. Sometimes, <laughs> it, uh, I've learned that it doesn't matter what. If you could come in with the best of intentions, and someone will still be mad at you. For oh, something. that's so true, man. Because people <laughs> just, are, yes, they get in their feelings or they don't like when people are actually doing something good yeah. with themselves and they're all, and they get all crazy, you know, but I mean, maybe you should try it for a week or two and then just like, you know, I do my motivation hour, you just do yours like, <laughs> you do- right after, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Or right but before. Think, forget or, what, you know what he saying? said, you can't yeah. make it. You know, yeah. you're not even trying. Why bother? It's <laughs> just <laughs> that would be fun. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. But I, uh, you know, checking you out earlier on your channel, like in terms of, I still think, in my opinion, hip hop is the most motivational music 
and it could be obviously his taste. I, but I agree. In my I, opinion, nothing we're gets you. We're definitely biased, but I, I do yeah, agree true. With that. Yes, but like in terms of like who you think, in your opinion, is the most motivational rapper you have ever yeah, heard? Like it. when you listen to him, he motivates you. And I'll give you my answer while you think about it. But okay, I think right. it's pretty obvious because he kind of made an album with literally its motivational, thug motivation. Young Jeezy is the most motivating really? okay. rapper. I, I mean, he he is on purpose. I mean, he's literally he put it in there. But the fact that it's, it's everything's an anthem to go get it, to go fit, you know, go get it. I mean, a lot, you know, he was talking about selling drugs, but whatever, whatever you decide to do with your life. But everything was about, you know, making money. Yeah. Uh, take go and grab it. Now I like Rick Ross too. Now I know he's not the most legitimate in terms Ross of like that, yeah. But Ross has like that business mindset of like, yo, go go grab it. You don't, yeah, it's not gonna come to you. And all of them, all rappers have some level of motivation because I think you could you can tell they're not it's not bullshit, right? Like a yeah. lot of these financial gurus, you list them, you don't know what breaks they had, you don't know if they came in with money. You know, if you're listening to Buster Rhymes rapping and he oh he's talking to you about making money or making it, you knew he came from nothing. Yeah. Right? B.I.G. came from nothing. Nas yeah. came from nothing. So it's more real to listen to that message, right? Like I think J. Cole is extremely motivational, right? He is. J. Cole is um, a good one for the newer for uh, new one. Kind of the newer guys. I, you know what? I think um man, I the first person that came to my mind, and I know this might be a stretch. Was DMX, yeah, uh, you know, because he was his energy oh, yeah. would motivate, you know, his energy oh, yeah, that he would put in some of that gospel stuff and like he's sharing his pain and like yeah, yeah, that almost was like damn, if this guy can do it, like you know, what I'm saying that it, it's so relatable and empathetic, but then like yeah. he give you bangers too, right? Yeah. So I think it's somebody like him, uh, Jay Z. I mean, when I listen to any any you know like Jay Z stuff, he's obviously. I mean, you know, he's made you know, he's J- made billionaires. You know what I'm saying? Like when he's talking Jay-Z about his had, hustle, he's worth like, two point five billion dollars. Yeah. So Imagine when I that. listen to him, man. Like he motivates. He, you know, he motivates me because he came from nothing, right? Yeah. Like so, those are the two that I thought of first. Um, those are the two that I thought of first. Yeah, those are the ones that came into my brain because when I'm listening to Nas, I'm more, I'm more, it's more thought provoking, and I just right. like the the lyrics and and all that kind of stuff, but. DMX man, if I want to get amp and get just motivated to well, like yeah. run work, work and do out. something, yeah, you know work what I'm out. You put some yeah. DMX. I, you, think, you need, I think yeah, that gets me going because of his energy. Um, what what else? Like like really motivational, right? Not just what they say, because yeah, some of these rappers, yeah, obviously they have a story to tell, and you can tell they've been through everything. Mm-hmm. But I'm just trying to think like with some really motivational like rappers you put on, and it kind of just gets you in the mode. I mean, some songs that just make sense, like Meek Mill, that Dreams and Nightmares. Yeah. I mean, yeah. who else? Yeah. You know what other one? Kanye. No, Ka- oh, yeah. I, Kanye is a fantastic one, man. We love Kanye. Kanye may not necessarily be everyone's cup of tea based on what he says about certain things. But he did say he liked the Jews again because <laughs> he saw 21 Jump Street with Jonah Hill. And he, oh, that's legit. Lord. He's Kanye's legit. just, listen, Kanye <laughs> is a troubled man. But I'm going to tell you this right now. I ride with Kanye. I yeah. am. We've talked about this. He is a musical genius to me. I, there isn't an album that he's put out that I don't enjoy on some level. Yeah. I mean, I was listening to some of the Donda the other day. Like, I, there's just a couple tracks on there that just get they get me, you know. So, yeah, Kanye is a good one. Man. Yeah, I think Kanye is a good one. Yeah, he's a good one because he also came from nothing. He he's betting on himself. You know, he's a producer and he's like, I'm gonna show you how I can rap. You know. He's, he's Jay Z was like nah you got to stay to the side he's yeah like, you can't they rap. pushing him and he's like you know what and then he comes out and gets Grammys album of the year back to back like he was doing this thing right yeah and now yeah. he's look at him right so yeah, he, definitely Kanye West That's yeah I think one. if anyone Kanye the the, the yeah. music um what he say like the things but um definitely him what else what I'm trying to think of yeah I was like Jay Z uh say what what's like really but yeah you know Nas Nas everyone like. You know, if you want, you know, put on something for the kids, I can. You know, that was a really good, you know, that was a That's pretty a good, good you know. Um, I'm trying to think, what else? Who else? You know, listen, you, no one really, no one talks about him anymore, even though I think he's still one of the greatest. Eminem. There's hmm. some, there's some, there's some Eminem. There's, you know, I mean, you know, Lose Yourself. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty much the really mainstream. Eminem but, was like, 
I appreciate him now, but when he was at his height, I wasn't a big fan. You know, really? I know maybe I, I like I under like the first things I heard of him from the first album were was like were just like a little too dark for me. And they were oh, okay, okay. You know, he's like talking about putting his mom in trunks and and killing this hey. girl. And I'm like, who is this guy? He's a little trouble, and he was weird, and some <laughs> yeah. of the were weird. And I was like, who is this dude? What was Dr. Dre doing with this white dude? Like, what's happening here? And the then pain. I started to appreciate him a little bit more yeah. because of his talent, right? I heard other music, but I never really, like, at, at his height, I never really got into him, and I wasn't, like, listening to his music a lot. I was listening to Jay-Z and Nas and Biggie, and I was listening to DMX. I was listening to that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. But because I you, appreciate you, him you more now. Because you, you, you wasn't upset at the world. Like, you, were, was. you, you love your mom, and you never had a, a relationship where you wanted to... <laughs> Right. I was listening to music. I was like, all right, where's the girls? I was listening to like yeah. that kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like and Eminem was never on that stuff. No, but he, high school. So. He definitely, people who already can relate to having mothers. And I could, I couldn't imagine having a mother that I didn't like, mm-hmm. but imagine having that. And that, yeah. that could put you in a, in a serious headspace where you don't trust your mom or you don't like your mom. Yeah. It's like, damn. Cause that's usually, that's the one person that you trust more right? and that you should be able to count on. Right. Like if someone makes fun of your mother, we all as grade school, right? Like your mom was going hands. Yeah. We could fight. Just... Why? And then you like two, these two kids fight. Like, why are you fighting? He called my mom. Or like, yep. does he know, does he know your mom? It don't matter. Like those yep. that's, so it's weird that, yeah, he didn't have a good relationship with his, um, with his mom and his mom was, you know, taking drugs, but some of the songs he, there's some, lot of struggle but there's triumph and beating that i mean dude was you know out there on eight mile doing basically nothing he was just able to write and i will say a lot of his stuff was a pretty dark i'm not sure i'm sure you're not a big fan of d12 because that was they were a little off they were a little off too and he had that i think the album he had uh maybe it was called redemption or something but or he came you know he was an addict he was addicted to pills and things. yeah relapse relapse he's obviously had some inner struggles, right? And pretty much in all different stages of his career. So I think that can be motivational for a lot of people that have struggled with that, right? Yeah. Um, but I can't relate to that. So I can't, you know, I, I can't, I, it's not something that would motivate me because I didn't have that kind of struggle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, I mean, big ups to him, but, you know, he definitely gave a voice to a lot of people in the rap game that didn't have one since the Beastie Boys. So I think yeah. that's why he got so, became so popular. Plus he's yeah. lyrically just, gifted right he's so, gifted gifted lyrically yeah. Yeah, yeah i do understand i think we talked about this before like in terms he ha- he can tell a story he has great uh storytelling skills and sometimes i mean stan is one of the best put uh stan is an amazing video and uh, and song right yeah. and that's a great that's a story he's telling so yeah i think the the, the only and you say is a knock where he is just trying to impress you with the amount of words he can rhyme yeah more than just great. a story it's like, yeah. yeah, that's impressive, dude. But did you say anything? Yeah. Like, it's great. And, and the different can... type of words that he can make rhyme and put into bars, right? Which is and that's... amazing. Yeah. But yeah. it's like, you didn't really say anything. Like, yeah, you can rhyme <laughs> orange. Cool. But what, what are you saying? It's kind of like yeah. you just, it's like a word salad. So, yeah. Um, it's, it, it's, it works for me. And, um, kind of going into the whole music thing. Now, <laughs> there's certain artists that are maligned. They, you don't you don't hear them on TV. Obviously, you don't hear them on the radio. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to bring it out because this uh, this situation happened uh, when I was at the dentist recently, and I was getting X rays, and the X ray technician was playing some songs on his phone. It was a different area of the of the dentist, but you know, but I walk in and he's blasting R Kelly, and I haven't heard R Kelly blast anywhere in a while. And he's hitting all all the hits, you know, like all like the hits. I can. I believe I can fly. Or no, like, this woman's it? work, like you know, that oh, those okay. heavy R and B hits. I don't think he was doing yeah. too many, okay. like the pop stuff. I don't think he was doing Got Fiesta it. or anything like that. Got but it. I mean, I would have not been head to that too. And I'm like, damn, he's real confident for playing this. But he was a big older dude, probably a little older than me, big black guy. And I was like, well, I guess no one's gonna bother him. Asking him to turn <laughs> this down. 
and he didn't give an f he was yeah. it was he, he definitely was, he had, was pumping it and he was like i'm gonna listen to this i don't care i'm in my zone Forget he had an r kelly playlist and he was playing it. and i'm like well last time i sat down and listened to r kelly i used to listen to him all the time but when i did i remember either had headphones on or i'm in the car because mm. you don't and then you, you, want look, shame? you want shame you want people looking at you like how dare you listen to the guy that's peeing on people well that's the thing having sex with Aaliyah when she was like 11 is that what you're saying so that's <laughs> that, so that's where it is so we can I can I still hear people play Chris Brown, you know. Oh, Chris Brown's right? hot right now. Even the young women love Chris Brown. Bro. Love Chris him, Brown. His concerts he put, and they just forget about the whole Rihanna thing and all that. Like, yeah, paying thousand dollars for meet and greets. Yeah, picture um, and a hug. And, picture and a hug, yeah. and we all know he beat this woman yeah. really bad. Like the yeah. like and and yes, you could say well there was a fight. Chris Brown is what six what? He's over six probably feet. Six, I know six two or something. Six something two three. Like Rihanna's you know what I mean. Yeah. At one point, it's it's like you know if a child hits you, yeah, you gonna beat the, the living crap out of a child. Like there's yeah. there's a certain level of physicality that was uh, was evident when you see his face and see her face. But anyway, mm-hmm. we all move past it. You know, you still hear Chris Brown now. Chris Brown is never the star he was supposed to be. I think. You think he's he was? To, I think he's pretty big. You don't think Chris Brown's a pretty big star? Because of for all of the bullshit he was doing, the anger stuff, being on women, just seemed like he just seemed angry. I think he could have been as big as MJ. No Before, way! Get out! Of here. Yes, yes. Nobody. Chris can Brown be as big as has. Him. Well, maybe not. Maybe he won't be better, better, better than MJ. Is Chris Brown bigger but than his, Usher? Usher? Uh, I like right? Usher more than Chris Brown. Because I know more Usher songs, like his classics, like Confessions to Me. I don't know it's if Chris Brown's classic album. album. So yeah. I think, if anything, he he should have been maybe the next Usher, and he didn't get to that level. But Possible. Ain't nobody touching MJ. I would say talent-wise, just talent, not what he's produced. Chris Brown is as talented as a lot of those he artists. He can dance and, all, and sing. He, he can yeah, sing, he can dance. dance, very like he could do whatever you want him to do. He could probably right? rap a little. He obviously plays yeah. basketball. He you Clearly. Know, he's like he does a lot of things well. Yeah. But his his attitude and the shit that he went through, and obviously how he reacts when he's angry, stopped a lot of that. Because yeah, at one point he was big. Yeah. He had commercials with McDonald's. I think he had some stupid gum commercials, and he beat on Rihanna. And then it kind of just went. Now he's just an R and B star. That's yeah. Like he'll, he'll I think, get. I think he. I think he was big, and then obviously he went down. I think he's up. Right now, I think Chris Brown is kind of like yeah. super popular. I feel yeah. like with with a certain demographic, he's selling well, out concerts, he's making music, he's collaborating. Um, I think people kind of forgiven him at this point. But R. Kelly, he ain't never coming back. He no, he's in, well, he's in jail, so many, he's definitely not coming yeah, there's back. Been too many things, right? And, and and weird things, right? And I think some people look at certain sex things, right? Especially if it's somebody that's not that they're underage. If they're less well, than yes. seventeen, they're you know they're minors. Like, what's going? You you can't come back from that. I think if you get in a fight with your girlfriend and it's Rihanna and you she has some bumps and bruises, like that's not a good look. But I think people are more forgiving of that than they are of the things that R. Kelly did. I think that that's why you're in the dentist office. Like this guy's listening to women's work. Like, what's happening here? Like, <laughs> uh, well, all right, R. Kelly has better songs than Chris Brown by far. <laughs> By far. So, and we still listen to Michael Jackson music, right? I love Michael Jackson music. And Michael Jackson has been accused of some things too. Yeah, but, but I think, like a I lot think of that... that's been, I think to me, in my opinion, that's blown a little bit out of proportion, but that's just my opinion. I don't, I'm not saying I know right. everything, but that's just my opinion, but I could be wrong. So do, I don't have a problem separating the art from the artists, but some people do. Yeah. Like I can listen to R. Kelly. And still not agree with the things he has said or mm-hmm. done, right? Um, same with the rest, but some people really don't, they can't separate it. So I, I asked you the question: can you separate it? Do when all right, can you listen to R. Kelly and not feel weird at all? Uh, yes, I, I can I can separate. I listen to R. Kelly in moments here and there based on certain songs. He did an album with Jay-Z, and that was the you know, That was a good, that, that was a good, yeah, that was a good That's album. Both worlds, and then yeah, you know. That kind of Jay R. Kelly kind of screwed that whole thing up. They're supposed to do tours, it's supposed to be a big thing. And never <laughs> he's, really he's a weirdo right? freak, yeah. <laughs> right. I can separate because, like, but I was I'm not the guy that I don't have any R. Kelly in my in my phone. 
I do have multiple Michael Jackson albums downloaded. And there are times if I'm cooking something or I want to dance a little with my little kid, I'm like, hey, let's turn this music on. Billy Jean, let's turn PYT on. Like those are classics for me. Right. Rock with you. Like the dangerous album's fantastic. Like I love all the Michael Jackson hits. I can live without R. Kelly. If I listen to it in the car, I, I'll leave it on. I'm not going to turn it off in disgust, but I also don't need it in my catalog, you know? Right. Um, but I can definitely separate. Um, I think if I listen to R. Kelly music, yeah, the first thing I think of is like, that guy like was peeing on women. Like, <laughs> Aaliyah was like 15. That's what I think of now. Yeah. Right? When I look, when I listen to Michael Jackson, I don't think about the other stuff. I'm just like, well, I remember this album. I remember this, this CD. And I remember like, you know, all that. So. Is it is it based because of time? A lot of time has passed. I remember when he was alive and he was not respected. People were mocking him. I know he was planning some tours. I think he was planning like this is it tour and stuff like that. And he was getting a lot of love towards the end of his life on Michael Jackson. Right. Um, I remember Cat Williams was I remember one set he had, he was destroying Michael Jackson on a, a stand-up, and people were clapping and they didn't gasp or anything. They were like so I'm just wondering, but now he passed, we kind of realized, like, yeah, I think I agree with you. There, there are some situations that it seems like he was a bit inappropriate and he got he got used he got abused. He got caught and they was like, yeah. Well, let's run the money up on you because you were weird yeah. and you did some yeah. weird stuff. Maybe not explicit sexual stuff, but when you hang weird, out with weird some stuff, kids, weird stuff. if you're a grown you're man and like you're, you're like in the same room in a bed with a, a kid. Yeah. Yes. Regardless of what your intent is, that is weird. Yeah, right? it's weird so, and you're going to get exploited. So yeah. I'm wondering if that is probably it. And yeah, R. Kelly, is, R. Kelly was running a sex dungeon. Like R. Kelly was yeah. uh, clearly a pedophile. He was doing some yeah. extra. That's the problem. Like he's he, he he's has he's been around with so much women, did so many weird stuff. He had to keep one upping himself. Well, so and he, weird, weird stuff's fine. I think a lot of us do weird shit. Yeah. Being on a chick ain't. To me, I don't give a fuck if you pee on the chair. Like, it's not my issue, okay? It's, it's got to be two consulting adults. Yeah. It's you, the yeah. age of the girl, and it's, yeah. it's it's the history of, like, multiple girls that are super young and, like, using your celebrity to take advantage of women. And I think that's what right. he did, right? Yeah. And that's what's bad about him. So. Yeah. And I know all the rest, all the radio stations don't play him. You know, I think hopefully there's a civil suit. All the, the, the victims get all of his his estate where if we play a music we play his music the money goes to them i have no problem with that he is he's basically damaged a lot of women promised them um record deals and he has not helped who he helped get a record deal like i i there was what's an artist that came out of r kelly's camp that done anything i, I mean he, i would he helped Aaliyah, right he helped and she, Aaliyah. She was and super that, successful. And she was I mean, super she successful. Was super, and Timberland was part of that, obviously, too, with producing. Yeah. Um, he really helped Aaliyah. I, beyond that, I have no idea. Yeah. And he collabed. Like, he, the dude is a musical genius. Yeah. He's just an effing weirdo. He belongs in prison, clearly. But I'm just wondering in terms of, because a lot of rappers have done some terrible stuff. And we, we listen. So, that's like, the how time. long is he, how long is his sentence? Do you know? I have no idea. Oh, he's, he's there for the rest of his life. I think it's like outrageous. Like how, is how old like is he actual, now? Is it for, Kelly? yeah. Like what's the actual, do you know? Um, I'll, I'll look it up. He, yeah. he definitely got, he definitely got a 30 something year sentence and he's like 40. So like, that's basically <laughs> death sentence. Right. Um, I thought he. I thought he was in trouble with some taxes too. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Um, yeah, let me let me see. See, he's already so stuff. He's he's already in there for 30 years for sex trafficking. Sex so he's trafficking. 20 years, um, and that's a federal federal courtroom. So wow. he got he got to do that. So how old is he right now? Yeah, 30 R. Years Kelly, R. Kelly's got to be 50 something. Yeah. So when you you or got 30 years, yeah, and you're and you're in a you're taking federal time federal that you don't get out early you know you're not getting out early you got to take at least what's that 85 percent of your, your your time so he ain't going anywhere he's 56 years old 56 so okay. so he's not wow. going anywhere um and i'm assuming usually when you get caught with you know with a federal or even a, a you know state case the civil stuff starts coming in and more of your stuff get taken away so a lot of a lot of his stuff is gone he had to pay lawyers so 
He's, know, from I, Chica- he's from Chicago too. He's from Chicago. He reps Shy Towns fine. Came and his last album that I listened to was called Black Panties. I'm not kidding. That's the name of the album. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he's putting it right in your face. He didn't even care. Like, <laughs> I, I can show you the, I can show uh, you the the album cover, but I don't know. We show a lot of R. Kelly stuff. We I didn't even know that. that. I, I miss that album. I miss that album. Yes. Yeah, so I'm not saying to listen to it, but. Black it's pain. good if you wow. would want if you're interested in RB. You got I don't know, I'm an RB fan and I'm not condoning well, what he done wrong. Great segue. I listened to Music Soul Child today. Oh, what'd you think? Good album. Yeah. You know, he sounds great still. Good Fantastic. album. Fantastic. I like the 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 one song that stood out to me. He's talking about his ex and we, that you're my ex for a reason. Like, yeah, which is good. That's smart. Yeah, yeah. But some good, some good music soul child, man. He had some bangers back in the day. I mean, yeah. And it was good to hear him. It's been such a long time, but it was Hit a good, Boy. good solid album. Yeah, Hit some Boy. Of the, the production was solid. Yeah. Um, it definitely had some soulful things in there, R and B, but then a little bit of hip hop vibe with some of the beats and stuff. So yeah. I liked I haven't listened to I think I only need two more songs. I listened to almost the whole album, but I didn't hear a lot of like rap. You know, sometimes these R and B, you got all these rappers in there, which can be good, but I liked it. It was just, it's music soul child and he's singing yeah. and he's talking about topics and relationships and it's super relatable and it's real. And that's what I remembered that was good about him. So really solid R and B album. So thanks yeah, for the I, uh, recommendation. Yeah, no problem, man. I, I've been kind of trying to figure out where's the rest of R and B is because I yeah. enjoyed, I'm like, I want some more. And, and it looks like some of the women are still holding it down. Like, I don't know if you're a big fan of Scissor. S-C-A. I knew I was literally just gonna say that the, the latest track that she's got out that's on the radio talking about therapy and I just killed my ass. Like that's a good yeah. song, man. Good yeah, song. I would recommend if you are interested in check out her last album. I, she's a beautiful woman. I did not, but you could she got some work done, and for some reason, I do not know why us black people we have we don't have pointy noses, we don't, but for some reason. This is from all the art, all of them. And I yeah, put I put yeah. Cardi B in it, even though she's Hispanic, but you know African origins for all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. they want pointy noses. So Sissa had a beautiful face, yeah. and she got the the pointy nose. Did she? I didn't really think about that. Um, yeah, I don't. I have to. I don't know. It's, it's like weird. the Michael Jackson effect. It's like it's everyone weird. wants the pointy nose that resembles, I guess, European. It's just you don't. We don't have pointy noses. So yeah. she changed her face. You know, she still it, you looks know hot, what's but. weird? You know what's weird? Black and brown people sometimes do things to look white, and white yeah. people do shit to look black. It's yeah. fucking it, right. Think yeah. about that. Look at the That's Kardashians true. and all these white women. They get their hair done, the waves. They got eyelashes. The, they want to tan. Lip fillers and stuff. Lip yeah. fillers, and then like some of the black women, are like, well, I want to look more like you. It's it's kind of ironic if you blonde think. hair. It's funny. Yeah, it's. I weird. guess you get bored of you want something different, or you you're looking at well, something. We're never that's... really satisfied with what we see in the mirror. That's just us as people, right? Yeah. I have a look at my nose. I got my nostrils are the size of, like if I have ever have like something in my nose, you can see it. You know and I'm saying about <laughs> like my not like look at this man. look at the snots right. But like I would never be a guy that's like oh, I got to get plastic. Surgery. But I was saying you I, I, yeah. I was going to ask you wouldn't you look like the person you would never you don't care about that. No, like I you just not. embrace it and you embrace that. your what you have and, and I understand we it is a little different um if it's your career and you have to look a certain way to yeah. make money especially yeah. for women I'm sure that's more of a pressure to look a certain way. I just don't think she needed that. I don't think she needed it. I don't think her fans cared about it. Uh, but you can check out her last album, SOS. All the songs, they're pretty good. Yeah, she's good. I mean, uh, her. Um, her is really good. Uh, yeah. The other one, uh, LMA. Um, mm. There's a, definitely some R&B women that they're killing. Yeah. They're killing. They're, they're, they're making better music than some of the men, I think. As yeah, far I think because the, the men the are not. Where's the men at? Like Chris Brown wants to be a rapper, right? I know after you know he's he, he wants to be a rapper sometimes. I feel like he he yeah. does that and then he does hip hop stuff. Music social came back. That's great. Yeah. I've How heard Maxwell. Get some Maxwell. Oh yeah, is he Dude, is he still alive? Hopefully he's still around. I hope he gotta, so. he gotta make some stuff. Big um, I heard Usher's coming out with music. I did see that. Well, right now I know he's he has a residency in Vegas. So I know he's a big he does the Vegas shows and Usher's making a ton of money right now over there. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, he just released a, a new single. I, um, 
I didn't even check this out. And yeah, new album is set. This uh, came out uh, May last week, actually. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, you, you're out there in Vegas playing your hits. People clamor for more music. I think his music could fit in today's thing. He's from Atlanta. You can you can connect with the best producers and rappers to collab on your stuff. Yeah, R&B is not as dead as I thought. At least I think the last two weeks I realized there's still there's still talent there. It used to be a big deal and i don't know what change like hip-hop has grown is growing it's probably the most popular genre and then oh, rb didn't keep up with rap which i which is weird because it's called most of your these hip-hop stations and especially here is rat is hip-hop and rb like it's together it's not yeah. one or another it's hip-hop and rb so um no, it's definitely in st louis it's definitely hip-hop and rb but most uh most of what is on those stations is mostly rap, but there's definitely definitely sprinkle in some of the the, the R and B stuff. But um, I, I'm just, I mean, I I'm still I can go back to the old R and B and be fine. Yeah, we're good. I don't, yeah, we're I don't still necessarily good. need the new. You know, I'll yeah. pop in the Isley Brothers and I'm good. Oh I'll, yeah, I'll pop in some Music Soul Child, some Maxwell, some Jason Weaver. I'll put in some Tevin Campbell, some One Twelve, some New Edition. Yeah. Some some Drew Hill, like, and I'm fine. I don't need yeah. the new shit. You know what I'm saying? Because there's so much great R and B from back in the day that you know, so much of it. And I haven't even gotten into the stuff from like I, I know I said uh Izzy Brothers, but like there's I mean well, if you want to go way, way back, way I mean back. Uh, Earth Wind and Fire, you know, you can go back to the 80s new edition. I mean, yeah, it's just all over the place, right? So R&B for me, I like to keep it old, man. Like, you know, I, but you I'm can't be an old bogey all the time. I mean, we I gotta, can. you know, we gotta I mix can. it up every once in a while. Uh, I, I can, I can be old. <laughs> okay. There, there was a hot take. I forgot. Someone said something outrageous. Um, from an R&B, an R&B star, uh, oh, past star. Mm-hmm. You remember Case? I do remember Case. Case says something weird. And I love Case. I love. I mean, wish I never met her, which is funny. Someone said, basically, Man, it was, was one of most. Boy? He was. He was on that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he he's alive and he seems well. He, you know, he survived it. But listen, I'm gonna tell you what. I had a Bad Boy Entertainment shirt. Yeah. I remember it was <laughs> black with the white, the Bad Boy Entertainment with the baby. I came in front. Dude, I, I, I used to rock that shit. That shit. Like once a week at high school, bro. Yeah, Bad Boy was running the game at one point. Big time. The shiny suits and who knows what they were doing. Oh yeah. But um, so Case said something recently. He said that he ranks Charlie Wilson way over Luther Vandross, and I'm like, Hmm. I'm not even sure you familiar with too much of Charlie Wilson's music. Uh, I know the name, but definitely I know more about Luther than I do uh, Charlie Wilson. Charlie Wilson. Yes, he he's been on a few rap songs. He's been on a few like he can sing. Yeah, he's a high pitch singer. Like he can hit those high notes, and he kind of sticks with the high notes a little bit. He can go a little low, but to compare him and say he's better than Luther, that could have done he he could did everything with his voice. He can like it. So and that's an R and B. That's a guy who can sing. So yeah. I don't know if it's just his preference. But I was like, Case, what the hell are you talking? Are you on something? Like no he one might. says. Luther Vangelis is the king. Is he, he the number? Is he the number one? Let's think about this. If, if we're talking R and B solo acts, mm, is that's Luther, a good question. You know, I mean, I think you got Smokey Robinson. You got Al Green. You got yeah. Marvin Gaye. I mean, yeah, Luther wasn't as no, heavy with the, the R and like he's R and B, but he he was a little poppy too, a little bit. So I'm trying like in terms of, like really like R&B, dead set R&B. Ah, oh, that's a good question. That's I like, a good Al, question. I like Al, Gre- I, Al Green. Is the man. Al Green is the man. Love and happiness. Come on, yeah, like, it's, it's a classic, man. Yeah, it's a classic. I, I, you know, Stevie Wonder, man. Stevie Wonder. Ooh, right. Ray Charles. I mean, does he? Is he? Yeah, definitely. He's so full. Yeah, so Smokey Robinson still dancing. Still dancing today. Yeah. Um, so I just took up a list real quick. Billboard, they put like the list of RB of all time. But we can't they trust put, Billboard. We, we, we can't trust we talked it. about I, the rap. That was like they had Cardi B at like number three or some shit. Like, I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah. But I'll I was gonna cut get to number one. And I'll see if you oh, Brian McKnight. Chat. Brian oh, McKnight. Yeah, Brian McKnight. Like, you know oh, what? Yeah. He might be 
for me, Brian McKnight, we're talking the newer age, I'm not talking like the guys who did, he's the GOAT. I, I, I put him one Smooth, step above that. right? Smooth, so, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that yeah, I mean, uh, I think he had like a little commercial. I forgot what he what he was selling. I it was Target or something like that, but it was kind of funny. Um, so the Billboard they said they're number one R and B artist of all time. They put Michael Jackson. What do you think? Michael Jackson, do he he could put an R and B song together, no, no, but no, I don't know can't. if you would put him yeah. as he can. His first album or two were definitely more R and B, more a little more soul, but he's the king of pop. So yeah. for me, I, I don't put him in that category. My, Michael Jackson's one of one. So when yeah. I'm talking R&B, he doesn't have yeah. as much soul as the other guys were mentioning. So I I, I don't agree yeah. with that. But that's just yeah. They, 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 they list his so and Billboard. He's number one. Stephen Wonder is number two. Mm-hmm. Smokey Robinson is number three. Okay. Ray Charles is four. Okay. Aretha Franklin is five. Oh, that's James Brown is six. See, I I, I would agree. Okay. I, I mean, that's not a bad list. Her first no, time. No, yeah, any, any list that has Aretha Franklin in it. If anything, yeah. she's too low. She should probably be like number two. Yeah, right? I wouldn't. So, I'm not hating him. But yeah, Michael yeah. Jackson being the the greatest R and B singer. He's he could have if he wanted pop. to. He's like if he, yeah, yeah, if he would have just did more R and B albums, yeah, probably. Yeah. But he he did it was more he did more pop, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I feel so. I think so. That's why he's called the king of pop. But yeah. I mean, you can't. Michael Jackson's on his own. He's on his own list, in my opinion, but that's not a bad list. I mean, um, yeah. you know, Diana Ross. I mean, there's yeah. so many. We can just the R and B man. That Motown back in the day was just different, man. It's just different. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Money Mike yeah, is is Michael really R and B? I wouldn't consider yeah, him hardcore. Yeah, he I, I has R and B songs, and I know yeah. his second to last album, Invincible, which no one talks about. That was a great, really good album. Great album. He has some R and B tracks. So he was linking up with some R and B producers named yeah. Dark Child. I don't know if you guys remember anytime like a song started and Dog Child Tag came in, like you know it was gonna be a banger. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, we gotta really get, have a real RB uh episode where we get real soulful up in here, we get real intimate, you know. And you know, hopefully, you know, you listen to this while you're you know with your significant other, yeah. don't and, you know, and start making some babies R&B. later on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, what you what, what, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely, and not but sometimes you you listen to the wrong RB and you you look at them with the side eye, like this is just some Kelly Price. Mm, mm, you know, mm. you, if your woman is listening to Kelly Price or Summer Walker, <laughs> it seems like you may have a problem because uh, they're yeah. gonna be mad with you. Some yeah. you did something wrong, or yeah. some Mary J. Blige from the beginning, from Mary the J. start, because oh. everything so was a breakup album. Like she was going it was. through it. <laughs> it was. It, she definitely was. I mean, I mean, there's so R and B really is not the same though. Think about it. I, I mean, all the stuff that we were. If you go, you know, we were mentioning people from like the 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s, right? Yeah. And then we've we've segued into some 90s, 2000s. Once you get to like 2000, in the middle of 2000s, 2010, it just died from yeah, you know? yeah. And, like, and where are the Erica Badus? Where are the Jill Scotts? Where are where there's scissors, I guess, and they're hers, and there's there's they're LMAs, holding them, and they're yeah. good, but it's still very different. I think the culture. And, and the way that we look at things and what we're talking about, it's just really changed. Right. Yeah. Um, and then not, not necessarily in a bad way, but it's just not the same, man. Like what happened to Alicia Keys? Uh, huh? She's still, I used to love Alicia. I had a Alicia Keys. <laughs> she, you okay, don't me, let, know let, my name, right? Like, let, let me tell you something about Alicia Keys. <laughs> I bought a CD of Alicia Keys. It was like a CD with the music. And then there was like a DVD. I popped the DVD in. And it's like Alicia Keys, like talking about like her life and she's on tour and like she's in like the Caribbean. She's in like some pool. Oh, she's, she's fine. Awesome. Yeah, she's a fine she woman. Is fine. And smart too, man. Like Very smart. apparently yeah. she graduated uh, like high school at 16. Like, you know, these people who these like a lot of these musically inclined people are like smart, like really, it's like crazy. really. Yeah. They, that's how their brains are able to like process yeah. this stuff and create amazing and things. She's with Swiss Beats? What the fuck? Like Swiss yeah, Beats? he must have been. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he must be. be. I mean, he left. He left his wife for him for her. So, and that's a, I, and she. I she says, be, right. I she and the woman he left wasn't ugly either. She was R&B so, uh, yeah. uh, singer too. I think his name was Mo something like my shot i forgot but she yeah. wasn't like a major artist but she was a singer too but um yeah we gotta get more in this r&b stuff like you know monday by the, by the time we get in monday we're gonna know who won 
all the college games. I'm gonna watch yes, all of them. I'm well, do the the Monday night, Monday night is when the men's play. I think the women play Tuesday. I think. Oh, so I won't. Okay, yeah. so I'm gonna we put. Know, but we'll know the men because the men play that Monday night, the national championship. Should I do a parlay of somehow of getting linking the women and men together? Oh, and just awesome? ride that out. I think awesome. it's probably. I, I'll, I'll check on twenty dollars on. Try to turn. Try to make twenty into like a hundred. Forty. 50, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But do do something good where it's worth your time. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. But yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get into that as well. Um, another good one, man. Time flew by as usual. You know, no, hanging absolutely. out with my boy, Mister yeah. Bet on You. Because yeah. you can't bet on anybody else. Well, I'm mm, going to bet yeah. on somebody. I'm going to bet on another team. But listen, you, you, listen, listen. Let, let me tell y'all something right now. Okay, listen. <laughs> okay. With, my, with my main man. Animal, listen. <laughs> If you're waiting for somebody else to do something for you and to up up your game and to level up your situation and whatever you got going on in your life, you're going to be waiting a while. OK, we got to do it up for ourselves. OK, Definitely. and you got to take action right now. So just I'll leave you guys with that little little piece. That's, of that's, advice, a, that's okay? a good thing to leave the weekend, you know, leave with the weekend that, yeah. you know, be good. Better yourself. Don't get yourself in trouble. And yeah. uh, we'll see you guys uh, on Monday. Absolutely. Peace.